Welcome to the Restaurant Boss Podcast, where you can make more money, have more freedom, and actually start to enjoy owning your restaurant. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just sick of the struggle, you've come to the right place. So here is your host, the Restaurant Boss himself, Ryan Gromfin. What is a restaurant menu matrix and what's the dilemma? Stick around and I'll share that with you and how you can overcome this problem that I see on just about every menu out there. Hey everybody, Ryan Gronfen here, author, speaker, chef, restaurateur, and the founder of therestaurantboss.com as well as clickbacon.com. And this week's video is a really important one, so be sure to watch this. This is maybe one of the most important videos that I ever have and maybe ever will put out. It's about your menu, and that's why it's so important, because your menu is your restaurant. It's your number one tool. It defines who you are. Well, technically you should define who you are and then the menu should represent that. But the point is, is your menu is maybe the most important tool that you have in your restaurant. And yet a lot of times very little thought goes into our menu, not necessarily about what particular items go on a menu, but just the menu in general. Most of our menus are too big. Now, I know what you're gonna say here. Well, I know our menu's big, but we just reuse different ingredients in different areas, so nothing goes to waste. Valid point, but you're totally wrong because big menus, while it may feel simple to you and it may not feel wasteful to you, they create confusion for your customers. This is called the paradox of choice. There's a great book that talks about the paradox of choice called The Paradox of Choice, and I'll save you from having to read that whole book. Basically, the paradox of choice states that when we have too many choices, we get stuck making a decision. And then when we finally do make a decision, we're not as satisfied with that decision as we would have been in a case when we had less choices. Now, this has been proven over and over again. There's great experiments that have been done in restaurants to prove this by handing half of a restaurant one menu and half of a restaurant a smaller menu and then scoring it at the end of the day. And always, every time, the people who had smaller menus ordered faster and gave better ratings on their food than the ones that had the larger menu. So what is this menu matrix? So before I get into exactly what the menu matrix is, I wanna tell you a story about how I kind of first discovered this myself. Four or five years ago, I was looking to buy a TV for my office and it needed to do a couple of things specifically. The rest I didn't really care about. So the first place I went was to one of those big box retailer stores, Best Buy, and I must have looked at 10 different TVs and I must have spent two or three hours with the sales guy comparing this, comparing that, does it do this, does it do that? The reality is that all of the TVs did the one or two things that I needed it to do, but I didn't make a decision. I was totally overwhelmed. I'm not lying. I literally was totally overwhelmed. And then I went to Costco and I walked in. Costco had two TVs in the size that I wanted. Both of them did what I needed them to do. One was about 500 bucks and one was about 2,500 bucks. It took me about three seconds to decide that I wanted the $500 TV. I had it in my cart and I was out of the store no more than 10 minutes. And I spent two and a half hours at Best Buy and didn't make a purchase. That right there is the paradox of choice. Look who's doing a little better these days. Costco is doing great. Best Buys are really, really struggling. Too many choices. So let's talk about this menu matrix really quick. Well, it's quite simple. 
You have two choices when you're developing a menu. You can either go deep, right, vertical, or you can go wide, horizontal. But you can't do both because what happens when you go deep and wide, you end up with a huge menu. Again, you can go deep in your menu, which means that you have one product category, let's say hamburgers, and then you can have 10, 12, 15 different varieties of that hamburger. Now, if you want to throw a hot dog and a chicken sandwich on there, all the more power to you. That's great. Or you can go wide. You can have pizza and sandwiches and hot dogs and hamburgers and salads and wraps and all kinds of other things, pastas and entrees and all that. But if you're gonna go wide, you can't go deep. You can't have eight pastas and eight salads and six pizzas and nine hamburgers. It's too many choices. In this world today, the businesses that thrive specialize in something. I understand that 20, 50, 100 years ago, businesses needed to be broader, right? Think about department stores. Department stores were great because it was harder for people to travel. You couldn't get around as easily. So you went into a department store and within that department store, you can buy pretty much anything you needed. You could go to a mall and get just about anything you needed. Well, department stores are dead and the mall business is dead because now if someone wants something, they know exactly what they want and they're willing to find it online or to go to a store that specializes in just that one particular thing we don't want to go to department stores anymore. And the same thing is true in food. Look in your community. Look at the trends. Look at the restaurants that are popping up. Of course, there's going to be those examples of the old school restaurants that have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But for the most part, the restaurants that are successful today specialize in one thing and they go very deep on it or they go wide on it but very, very few restaurants have the capacity, the manpower, and the resources to be very good at a deep and a wide menu. So when you look at your menu right now, ask yourself, are you deep or are you wide? If you're both, go rework that menu. I hope you enjoyed this week's training. I hope it wasn't a little too controversial for you. Go ahead, I know this is gonna heat people up, so go ahead and put those comments in the section below. And I look forward to reading all of them and replying back to you. Have a wonderful week. Hey, did you notice something in today's episode? Yep. No ads, no sponsors, just great training to help you make more money, have more freedom, and avoid the stress, struggle, and overwhelm many restaurant owners feel every day. How do I do it? How is it that you listen to all those other podcasts that have minutes and minutes worth of lame ads for underwear or other websites they're promoting? I don't judge them, but I choose to focus on you. I can only do this because you share my podcast with other folks who end up looking me up online, registering for my courses, and getting amazing results in their restaurants. It's because of you that I can self-fund this effort, and you know how hard it is to do all this. That's why I appreciate you so much. So if you like this podcast, ad-free and sponsor-free, do me a favor. Tell a friend in the restaurant business about this podcast and my website, therestaurantboss.com. It would sure help, and I would appreciate it. I'm sure our community would too. Plus, if you could leave me a review on iTunes or post a comment about this episode on my website, that would be huge as well. Until next time, remember your success in the restaurant business is about your ability to create, manage, and master systems while developing your employees. Have a wonderful day. 
Thanks a lot for listening to the Restaurant Boss Podcast with your host, the restaurant boss himself, Ryan Gromfin. For more great content, free stuff to help you make more money and enjoy more freedom, visit therestaurantboss.com and click on podcast. Be sure to register on our email list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.